Hi, everyone. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars. Coming to you live tonight from Winnipeg, Manitoba. I just want to say that I had the opportunity to perform at a, a live function last night and with, uh, a, with people there, it was, it was uh, half the capacity because of uh, Indigenous Day, National Indigenous Day here in Canada. And, and I want to say happy belated Indigenous Day to all the Indigenous folks all over Canada. And uh, really happy to be here tonight. I'm, I'm coming to you live from Winnipeg, Manitoba. And and uh, we have a really awesome guest this evening, and that's Leela Gilday. I also want to mention that I started a Facebook page called Indigenous Superstars, and I'll be posting all the all the flyers that I created for the for the show. And I'm I'm not going to allow any ads going on there because this is this is my business, and and uh, I'm not going to be promoting anyone else but the, but the people who I'm interviewing, just to let you know about, about the group page. But yeah, it's, it's, I started that and, and uh, whoever, I also started um, a playlist on Spotify and whoever uh, that I interview will be getting on that playlist on Spotify. So if you know anyone that, uh, or, or if any artists that are interested in, in coming on um, Indigenous Superstars, please give me, uh, you know, email me or, or message me on Facebook or, or comment on, on the show tonight. So tonight, like I said, we have a really amazing guest. Her name is uh, uh, Leela Gilday. She's one of my awesome friends that I got to meet um, as being part of Musician in the Music Trail. So I'm just gonna read her bio. If you're in the North, Leela Gilday's music is home. If you've never been, it will take you there. Born and raised in Northwest territories, she writes about the people and the land that created her. The power in her voice conveys the depth of her feelings and love, of love and life in a rugged environment and vibrant culture. As if it comes straight from that earth. Leela's family is from the D-line on the shore of the Great Bear Lake and her rich vocals dance across the rhythmic beats of traditional Dene drumming as smoothly as a baseline on stage on the largest venues in the country. And she has played them all. Leela has toured festivals and concert halls with her four piece band through every province and territory in Canada. She has played in the United States, Greenland, Denmark, and New Zealand, and this year embarked on an ambitious European tour. Her live shows are where she connects with fans who have followed her on her 20-year career and where she and where new fans are born. She reaches into their hearts and feels the energy of every person in front of her as she guides them on a journey through song and experience. She believes music has an explicable effect on people and it is a place where she can share light and dark and the most vulnerable moments a clarity and genuine purpose that reassures her listeners through every word. She is a storyteller and through this reflects the world onto itself. After five years, her last album was released. Five years of growth, healing, head downward. Leela's fifth album has been released in the fall of 2020. It is more raw, more intimate and more Leela than anything else you've ever heard from before.
So I'm going to I'm going to bring in Leila. Hey Leila. Hey Rhonda. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good considering what's going on in the world. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I was thinking as you're reading my bio that I have to update it because I no longer really play directly in front of people. And uh, <laughs> that's uh, despite what you said about your gig last night, I think it's going to be kind of the industry standard for the next uh, 18 months anyway. I think uh, live gigs are going to be precious <laughs> and few and far between. So anyway, it's lovely to see you, though. It's lovely to connect with you online. And I'm really so honored that you asked me to uh, to come on here and it's, I'm, I know we tried to do this a couple of weeks ago, but it didn't work out. So I'm really happy we uh, were able to make it work this time. Me too. I'm really glad we got to reschedule. And I was really disappointed that uh, it was bad, like technical difficulties at that time. And it happens with, with the internet and every, and, and all, with all, like, there's probably a lot of people online right now all the time since COVID-19. Oh, yeah. So we met couple years or many years ago at AMP camp from uh, through through uh, the organization of Alan Gray Eyes. So I, I got to meet you there and, and I was really like, wow, I, I was so impressed with your singing and, and your performance. And, and yeah, you just had a great, great energy. And and uh, we, we got to cross paths many other times. And, and the most recent one was in Banff a, a few months ago. That's right. So yeah, it was great to to connect with you there and and to uh, to hang out with you there. It was so much fun. Yeah, for sure. It's been really great to see all of the many things that you've been doing, Rhonda, and really just like developing and putting your whole heart into your music and uh, and now other endeavors. So that's really awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think uh, COVID's got me really busy. <laughs> 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 to say the least but I started the show because of COVID like what I was just thinking uh I, when I was back home on OCN I thought what are we gonna do what are us indigenous musicians gonna do now that we have no nowhere to perform anymore and so I, I was thinking and thinking and then I just thought of well why don't I just start interviewing um and letting the, our in, in, like, indigenous superstars that's what I call them call us I love it. And interview them and, you know, get them, get them to share their music and their, their journeys in, in uh, music. I yeah. think it's really important, actually, because um, and it's strange. You know, at first I was really, um, well, obviously I was quite upset when everything sort of came down, but, uh, and all the gigs were canceled, you know, all the things. Uh, North Star Calling was actually released in September 2019. So I did a whole bunch of showcasing and had a whole summer of touring lined up and everything was canceled. Um, but I've really gotten used to this kind of interaction. And in a way, it's even more um, intimate than putting on a live show in front of, you know, 100 or 1,000 or 5,000 people or whatever. Um, certainly, fans can interact with you like straight here. You can see like whatever zit you have. <laughs> like, you know, so. That's it. <laughs> I got to look at one. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, I think it's really cool to, to have these kind of opportunities to connect with people directly, um, and it's it's been really special actually. Now that I've kind of um, 
gone gone over the learning curve, gone through the learning curve of um, being my own tech and um, and trying to get the best sound, etc. So, anyway, that's yeah. great. Yeah, that's that's so true. When it, when I first did my my first uh, online performance, I was so nervous. Yeah, because you know, as, as artists, we're used to that 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 energy and that connection with with the live audience, right? Absolutely, it's like shaking. And I did my show, and I I cried because I because it was because that's when COVID first came, and I just poured my heart out to the to the to the camera, and it, I I bawled my head off when it was done. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm getting used to used to the uh, and I, and yeah, I find it more intimate and and. Uh, allowing the the fans to interact with with you guys with the with the artists has been really awesome. Yeah. So with that, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna give you the screen and and uh, allow you to sing your first piece. Okay. Masi Cho. Um, so hello everyone. Um, I hope you had a fantastic National Indigenous Peoples Day weekend. Um, it's actually Indigenous History Month and. Um, and also yesterday was Father's Day, um, for those of you who celebrate that in any kind of way, uh, as well as solstice. And um, what I celebrated this weekend was actually releasing, I mean, I celebrated all those things, but also releasing a new song. And this song is called Giants. Um, I had performed it prior to the release of it, but it was really exciting to um, let the recording out into the world and my friend Crystal Thompson also made a, a music video, a lyric video for it with some animation. Um, I wrote it, co-wrote it with my dear friend Hill Kurkudis and it was originally for the um, the World Cup, 2020 World Cup of cross-country skiing. Oh, there's my dad. <laughs> hi, hi, Abba. Okay, here we go. This is Giants. Courage 
So I'm just going to ask you uh, uh, a couple of questions about your music and your journey. Uh, So what inspired you to get into music? Well, I was uh, raised singing and uh, playing from a very young age. And uh, it was really, it's music has just always been something that has um, animated me and uh, been a thread and a healing and, um, and, you know, that thing that you turn to in your life. And I think it's a really natural thing for humans. Um, I was raised to believe that singing is a human birthright and that all of us really, um, whatever kind of voice we have should be singing. Um, and so I think I really connected with that, uh, initially. I was raised listening to, uh, a huge range of styles and genres. Um, and I really found inspiration in many of them. Um, and I think what's carried me into my career um, and what uh, what really continues to inspire me is uh, not only just that, you know, personal creative side, that creative voice um, that I have uh, that that enables me to express those parts of myself, but also um, the way that my music impacts people and what that brings to them. So the way that I can um, be empowered, um, the way that I can um, empower other people and uplift them. And I see now that, Rhonda, you've gone from the feed, so I'm not sure what's happened. I'm just going to pop on here. But... uh, so that's what, oh, there you are. <laughs> oh, you're back. Hello. 
I, I'm connected to the to the hotel internet, and I and I think that's why I got cut off here. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about it, that, everyone. I gave like a lengthy answer to your question. <laughs> I don't know how much of it you heard, but um, people out there watching, hopefully they. Um, um, I'm not sure if they heard it either, actually, because you're ah, empowering one another is the key. Yes, absolutely. So. Yeah. So yeah. So sorry about that. Okay, so no well, the other question I had for you is that uh, you're singing in your indigenous language, and and when I I sing it too, and and um, you know there, I'm sure there's a spirit. You feel a spirit when you when you sing in your language. So so how do you can you tell me your experience when you sing in your indigenous indigenous language? Yeah, well, I I don't really speak my language. I was um, I wasn't raised speaking it, so I um, am just learning, and I learn in very small increments. I haven't been taking lessons or anything, but it's something that's very important to me. Um, you know, all of my cousins speak our language, and uh, my mom, and um, so I'm still surrounded by it, and I've been making efforts to learn. Um, and so incorporating it into my music is just kind of a, a natural thing, um, something that I feel is really important, but also I think it's a beautiful language. So it sounds, to me, it sounds beautiful um, when, I, when I sing in that way. And I also think that, um, you know, incorporating it into this kind of contemporary sounding music um, actually makes it more accessible for other people. So yeah, that's, that's a part of the reasons, those some of the reasons that I do it. And then, you know, I also uh, concurrently use a lot of, um, I, I have a lot of like drum, drum song influences in my music. So I sometimes use drum dance or tea dance in my songs or to inspire the song um, when I'm writing it. And that also is a way that I kind of um, connect with that part of me, which is such an important part. That's so awesome. That yeah, because I sing in my own language too, and and I didn't know my language neither. And when I started performing and writing the Cree language, it's it's coming back to me slowly, but I'm still learning. I'm still learning uh, how to speak Cree, and and uh, I could sing in it perfectly when when um, you know the words are in front of me, and and uh, yeah. So it's it's really amazing what singing in our indigenous language does for us. In our soul and our spirituality and our and our language, yeah. so uh, it's pretty I, yeah, amazing. Got um, I just got uh, some exciting news that I'm going to be writing and recording an entire record in my language. Oh, congratulations! That's, so Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> congratulations! But also amazing. So. Totally <laughs> exciting. Good for you. That's so awesome. I can't wait to hear it when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so another question is um your music is very very unique um, can you tell us what inspires you to write and compose your songs i uh i started writing music when i was a young teenager and um like uh yeah or a t or a preteen and um i started writing about the things that most people write about um <laughs> and that's like when you're a teenager, that's like about, oh, broken heart, love, like love songs. That's all. That's what we're mostly preoccupied when there's like a million hormones rushing through our body. Um, and so, but as time went on, um, I became more and more drawn to um, expressing myself 
and my identity through song and not just my identity, but like issues that impacted me or my family or our people or our land. Um, songwriting became a vehicle to, to communicate those things and those stories. And really like, if you look at us, we are a storytelling people, right? So that's how we, that's how we think information gets passed around. That's how we communicate emotion and feeling and, and also history, like just facts as well. And, um, and so being drawn into songwriting, I, um, yeah, that was kind of the, the way that that, uh, that that unfolded for me. So awesome. Okay, I just want to take the time to uh, acknowledge all the people tuning in with us. I'm going to say hi to uh, Aaron, um, your dad, Brenda, and uh, uh, let me see who else is here with us. Tracy Calhoun. Utana from uh, Arizona or, or New Mexico. That's where she's yeah. from. She's, yeah. 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 She's, she's an awesome supporter from, from that area. From that territory, she's awesome. She's always supporting the, all the indigenous artists in it. She's great. Yeah, she's a great, great person to have on your side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've traveled all over the world and 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 sang in many many venues. I just want to know what what was your. You could tell us one or two because I know there's there's probably not one favorite place. There's there probably a lot of them, but what what one comes to one or two comes to mind that was your favorite place to perform, the the land and the venue and the people. What's what was the best one for you? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, I once I mean I've performed all over this country in every province and territory. And I've loved every single minute of it. I'm looking back now, now that we don't travel and now that I like, I don't perform in live venues. I'm like, how come I didn't appreciate it the way that I should have? I did appreciate it at the time, but you know, I, I also was like, Oh, I miss home. I miss my husband. You know, all of these things um, that now I, I realize that I took it for granted somewhat, even though it was the product of a lot of work um, in order to play in all those places. But I think uh, some of the most, the coolest places I've played at are, um, had an opportunity to tour Greenland. And I remember we played at this um, little restaurant um, in uh, Ilulisat, which is where icebergs are born. And we were this little restaurant in this um, hotel facing the bay where the icebergs were being born and just like witnessing that while playing was just incredible. Um, and then I also, I think that part of the magic of performing is, um, is the, no matter how many, how big or small your audience is, is the magic that happens in that room. So I remember actually one uh, performance at the exchange in is it Regina or Saskatoon that that venue is in? It's called the Exchange. Do you remember? Okay, so I think that's what the venue is called. Very small venue. Um, it is split into two places. I think it was Saskatoon actually, and um, and I remember I was playing solo, um, which is not something I did uh, very much at the time because I wasn't super confident in my guitar playing. 
but I had decided to play this particular show solo. And I remember I played the song One Drum, which at the time was my big hit and truthfully is probably the most successful song that I've had as a musician. Um, and the craziest thing happened. There were maybe 12 people in the audience. It was a very, very low turnout, very small venue, so it didn't feel horrible. But um, when I was singing that chorus to One Drum, which is, I heard, and I'm just getting chills thinking about it, but I heard 50 people on stage with me, singing with me. And I think that, that, that I was blessed with like my ancestors coming to sing with me at that time. And, and so I'll always remember that show. And although clearly I forgot the name of the venue, I remember that, that stage as being just an incredible experience. So That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what can you, what, what advice would you give to an emerging artist in the, uh, coming into the music industry? That's um, a question that, um, that I get asked a lot as somebody who's made my way to some measure of success in the music industry. Although I always try to redefine measures of success because I think that it's important for us to value things like community connection, personal satisfaction, like personal spiritual fulfillment. To me, those things are, are marks of huge marks of success that don't necessarily qualify in the like capitalist view of success. So, um, so I think it's different right now to be asked that question than it was four months ago. Mm -hmm. I I don't know what to tell artists who are just emerging at this point um, because everything has been so decimated in our industry. Uh, there was a young band that I was mentoring out of Toronto and another artist that I was mentoring here. And to be quite honest with you, um, their careers are sort of, they don't, they don't know what to do and I don't know what to tell them because I'm just trying to figure that out for myself. So um I think my main advice at this point in time for any young artist coming up would be to really just hone your craft and to, and to play as much as you possibly can um, because it's really the love of music that's the, pu the purest thing that will get you through um, all of the many challenges that the music industry has um, for, for us artists. Thank you. That's really awesome advice to give them especially this time during uh, this world pandemic that we're going through. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so what is, what do you have on the horizon? Uh, hopefully after this, this, uh, when, when the world heals, what do you have going on? <laughs> um, well, yeah, I, I, my big, actually my big secret, which is I just let the cat out of the bag is that I, I am going to be writing and recording this new record, um, which I just got, um, funding for a couple of days ago. So that's a very, very big, exciting secret that I just announced here on Indigenous Superstars. And so that'll be really challenging to, uh, yeah, to write in my own language and to re record um, and something that's never really been done. But um, I've also got a number of projects on the horizon um, and some performances coming up. I wrote and recorded 
uh, a collaboration song with, um, uh, thanks, Brenda. Um, I just see her comment popping up. So, um, a collaboration with some Yellowknife musicians, which was uh, for Canada Day, which I don't tech, I don't usually celebrate, but it was. Um, I I was so excited to get together with real live musicians <laughs> and to and to represent my area that um, that I yeah I jumped at the chance. So so that's coming out on on uh, July first on CBC Television, and uh, uh, yeah I have a number of other. Um, things kind of in the works that I'll announce on my website and also my Facebook page. So yeah, things are looking, you know, I've definitely done the work to pivot my business. I'm, I'm really looking at uh, recording and composing and recording music for film and television as well. And, um, and trying to, you know, get into that a little bit more and um, just sort of also take care of myself. That's, that's like on the top of the list because, um, and I don't mean in a, in a financial way, but I mean in a spiritual and emotional way and, a, and physical too. I'm just really trying to connect with my land and um, with my body and with my family and um, those sorts of things that sometimes when we're so busy touring on the road gets uh, moved to the side. Mm-hmm. And I have to say like a, a it's becoming more and more clear to me as a, as the months roll by here, you know, we've had a lot of chance to reflect on things and um, we've seen a lot of really great uh, movement when it comes to um, uh, social justice and you know, a focus on human rights on, and on equality. Um, I'm really big supporter of the black lives matter movement. I think it's really great that they're gaining some mainstream notice which, um, you know, of course, they were here already for a very long time, but um, but this is a, a time where, you know, the spotlight is kind of on it. And I, I'm super happy. Like, I think it's about time that we shine that light on the inequities in our system. And, and then right. from an Indigenous perspective, too, from an Indigenous worldview, we don't want to just be a part of this capitalist system, but also protect our land and um, go, go back to the, the real... Um, you know, try, trying to live in a, in a better way with the earth. And I think we, especially the people really talking about climate change and, you know, we have a real opportunity here um, during this break from regular society mm-hmm. to really address some of the issues that the underlying issues that are out of balance with our, with the whole way that we interact with our world. So it's a, it's an exciting time. It's a very scary time. And that's all kind of coming out in my music. I've realized that that's part of why I'm a musician is to really talk about these things and give, and, and, and hopefully, you know, wake some people up and hopefully uplift and empower people to, um, you know, really reach them in their hearts and in their heads too. Yes, that's so true. That's so true. Thank you for, for sharing that with us. And with that, we'll go to your next song. So I'll give you the screen. Okay. Masicho. Well, this song is uh, um, called Keta Natse Ju. And Natse means to heal in my language. And um, it's this is on North Star Calling, the record um, that I was just talking about. And um Last night, I just saw the first, for, for the first time, my performance of it on the finale of the Inspire Awards. So 
I'd like to send this one out um, to my band because I miss you very, very much. And um, also to all the other, the youth and the drummers that joined us on that performance. And that was an incredible experience. So here we go. My dear mother, I wish you well. I can't stand to see you cry. So I have this and now I've tears in my eyes. My dear brother, I see you again. I so many I long to say. And I feel this bed And all I can do is break it. I said Sweet sister, who haunt me still? I've seen you all dressed in red. I wish I could turn back time and take back all those things I said.
<laughs> Thank you for sharing that. It was so wonderful. You're so talented. I love your energy when you perform and and I love the words that you write and, and just everything when you you're just so awesome and, and I'm so glad that we we got to finally connect and, and uh apologize that we, we went offline for a while. It was the internet of the hotel. I'm gonna blame them. <laughs> but where can people find your music on social media? Um, anywhere you can just uh, type in my name, Leela Gilday, and um, it's uh, or go to my website, leelagilday.com, and uh, I'm on every platform, so uh, all the iTunes and um, Spotify and Amazon and Band, uh, not Bandcamp. I shouldn't say every platform, but all of those other ones, Deezer and whatnot. There's a million, and um, yeah, if you uh, if you like what you're here, um, please uh, please feel free to reach out. So. Awesome. So, so, um, so that brings us to the end of our show. Uh, do you want to have some, say some parting words? Um, well, I just want to, um, say Masicho to you, Rhonda, for, um, uplifting, uh, other indigenous musicians and really giving us a chance to talk a little bit more in depth about the music. You know, it's, uh, not, not often that I get this opportunity, um, so I really am grateful to you and, and, uh, to everyone out there listening. I hope that you're doing well. I am sending you all my love and, uh, and hope that, um, you know, we make it through this together, that we come out better than we were, um, and that we can lift all of the people, um, up, all the, all the people that need it, uh, lift them up so that we can all live in with justice and, and kindness. Thank you so much. Thank you for all your words and everything that you shared with us this evening. Uh, I'm really happy that we got to meet each other and I hope we get to see each other soon on the, the music trail. It might be a few more months before we get to get, before we get to travel out there. And I'm looking forward to that day when we get to see each other again on the music trail. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so the next musical guest is on at 9.15. I'm having a double bill this evening. I see that. <laughs> from Australia. So awesome. I'm looking forward to uh, interviewing him. And uh, stay safe, stay healthy. Kasagi ten